0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio.
1: You you see, uh, when when people sense the Spirit, because Spirit-filled people know the Holy Ghost, and when they sense the Spirit of God in you, it makes all the difference in the world. So many times folks who are Spirit-filled, they don't always exhibit or demonstrate the Holy Ghost. You know, Scripture said, demonstration of the Spirit and of power. You see, we, we, we just think about the power side. But he said two things. Demonstration. I came, not enticing words of men's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit. Well, that has a twofold fold application. Not only demonstrating the Holy Ghost, but the kind of Spirit that you demonstrate.
0: You're listening to Rayma for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan and his series on the plans, purposes, and pursuits.
1: And Jesus said to me, That river of people, now that's 1962, you see, December, uh, are people from other, even other religions of the world, and people from what you call denominational churches, that will come into the light of the new birth. And the fullness of being filled with the Holy Ghost. And they'll flow as one. And uh, the beautiful flowers and the aroma that goes up from them are their praises. Ascending up unto heaven. And then as I sat there, I saw right in front of me. Just run off in front of my eyes like you'd see it on a television screen. Uh, Because, see, I was Pentecostal preacher. I I preached strictly in Pentecostal churches. In, In fact, in some areas, my particular full gospel denomination... In some states, thank God they didn't in mine, but I preached in some other states. And they said, well, you can find your ministry strictly to us. That is, don't preach for anybody who does. But the Lord kept saying to me, I want you to minister to the whole body. I want you to minister to the whole body. I want you to minister to the whole body. And, and so I saw myself then ministering in Baptist churches, and I've done it. And I saw myself ministering in Presbyterian churches, and I've done it. And I saw myself ministering in Methodist churches, and I've done it. And I saw myself ministering in Christian Disciple of Christ Church, and I've done it. And I saw people falling under the power laying all around the front, Methodist churches and Baptist churches and Presbyterian churches and and Christian churches. I've seen it. I've seen it. The front just full of people lying on the floor talking in tongues. Glory to God. I even saw myself preaching for Roman Catholics absolutely the truth absolutely the truth absolutely the truth and it came to pass it came to pass well several times I use that as illustration several times I've fallen into a trance but then the highest type of vision is what I call an open vision you're not in a trance you don't have your eyes shut it's not just a spiritual vision but but you see it just like you see you just like I see you sitting out there I mean that's an open vision several different times uh, and really, that is the highest type of vision, uh, when we when we say an open vision. Well, this experience was either the highest type, part of it was the highest type of revelation, and then it went into the lowest type of vision. Because I saw Jesus, I heard him, I knew what he said to me. And, and so, uh, I kept praying at first, though, in other tongues. And then I began to speak some words out in English, plans, purposes, pursuits at first i just said plans and purposes over and over again then i would go back to praying in tongues now actually the ministry that we have today some folks asked me a few years ago when we attended uh, uh, when we were at what they call an idea exchange uh, they were ministers of all groups all over america uh, biggest part of them were assembly of god uh, but they were others from uh, and you had to have at least a thousand attendants on sunday to be there and so i was invited to come and speak on the subject of faith And incidentally, after I spoke on the subject of faith, minister after minister came and hugged my neck and said, Brother Hagin, we were wrong. We were quoting somebody else because then they asked questions for 45 minutes or an hour and I answered every one of them. And they said, we were wrong. We've said some things. You forgive us because uh, we quoted somebody else. Well, bless God, I believe everything you've said today and believe it just like you said it. You see, it makes a lot of difference when we can get together and discuss the Word of God. Can you say amen? Amen. But incidentally, in these things, you see, And thank God God's in all of them. Praise the Lord. And as we move with Him, things will will just simply even out and work out right. Can you say amen? Amen. Praise God. But in in, in attending some of these meetings, and this one in particular, you you see, uh, when when people sense the Spirit, because Spirit-filled people know the Holy Ghost, and when they sense the Spirit of God in you, it makes all the difference in the world. So many times folks who are spirit filled, they don't always exhibit or demonstrate the Holy Ghost. You notice the scripture said demonstration of the spirit and of power? You see, we we, we just think about the power side. But he said two things. Demonstration. I came not enticing words of men with him, but in demonstration of the spirit. Well, that has a twofold application, not only demonstrating the Holy Ghost, but the kind of spirit that you demonstrate. It makes all the difference in the world. Can you say amen? And so we should be very careful about these things. Now, in praying, I, I kept saying plans and purposes. Like I said to you, this ministry, what I'm doing today, I started to say and I didn't finish it. I'll go back, back up a little bit. Uh, some asked me that, that idea changed. Because we asked the question, it was the second one that I attended. They said, Brother Hagen, what, what is the secret of your success? One minister said, when I knew you, you know I mean nobody ever heard of you I mean you're preaching in small churches and once in a while in a large church and 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 here suddenly you become not only a national figure but just a matter of a few years an international figure now how'd that all come about you know what's the answer I said the only thing I know of is just praying and listening to the Holy Ghost just simply listening to what the Spirit of God said and actually everything I'm doing today is a result of praying and praying in other tongues. Oh, thank God for the value of praying in other tongues. And then sometimes interpreting your prayer. That's where I first started interpreting, was interpreting my own prayers. You know, to tell you the real truth about the matter, uh, when I, I, I pastored the Pentecostal church in Tom Bean, Texas, 1938, where I met my lovely wife. And, uh, and, and so I was praying. You know, I'm pastor, 21 years old, and uh, I, I need a wife. And so I'd been going with her some, but I was up in the barn loft. One of my deacons a praying, and I got to praying in other tongues, and I prayed this all out in other tongues, and then I prayed the interpretation out, and then I saw it in the spirit that I'd marry her. We'd have two children: the first would be a boy, the second would be a girl. That's all the children we'd have, and that's what we did. Praise God forevermore. Amen. I got that in prayer. I didn't get that because I was standing off as a prophet because I wasn't not at that time. And uh, so then I was praying. Uh, That was November, I mean December 1962. And in January of 1963, I was holding a meeting another little Assembly of God church there in Houston. And one night, suddenly a spirit of prayer fell on us. I'll tell you, we we don't see that anymore much. In in fact, I don't see it at all. But uh, as we learn to follow God and really truly worship Him, you'll find that the Holy Ghost will be able to manifest Himself like He wants to. See, we permitted him to go so far in charismatic circles, and we get carried away and start clapping, going on, and grieve the Spirit, and he won't move. But, uh, but you, can, you can see a difference, a depth of the move of the Spirit last night. And, and so in this meeting, I'm just preaching away, minding my own business. And the spirit of prayer fell on us. I mean, fell on everybody. I, I mean, I, and me preaching, everybody hit the floor. I didn't tell them to pray. I mean, I look back across the congregation, and there wasn't anybody sitting on a pew everybody's either down here around the altar, because they had an altar bench here, either down here around the altar praying, or else they was kneeling at the seat. So I thought, well, I better join them. I mean, you know, they've gone off and left me here. And so I stepped down off the platform. There's some steps right here. And I stepped down off the platform and knelt by those steps and began to pray. Well, I hadn't been praying but two or three minutes, uh, maybe five minutes, till I was in the Spirit, praying in other tongues. And, And I call it, I don't know for lack of a better word, I call it getting lost in the Spirit. Because time just goes by. You think it's been 15 minutes, and it's been long. In fact, when I opened my eyes and looked, I thought, well, I've been praying 15 minutes, and I was really not conscious of anything else that went on around me. And when I opened my eyes and looked at my watch, I'd been praying an hour and a half. And I looked around, you know, and there's nobody there but me and the pastor. He's walking around. I said, something happened to my watch. You know, it's running fast. No, he said, that's the time. I saw you was lost in the Spirit, so it just didn't bother you. Well, right on the tail end of that praying, I suddenly realized that I was doing something. And I had and so opened eyes to see what is it was doing. So it cause it's praying in tongues. And I had that finger and thumb just like that, you know, formed a little circle. And with this finger, I'd go around that circle all the way around. I'd come back around, talking in tongues. I'd go three quarters away and back talking in tongues. I'd go halfway around talking in tongues. I'd go halfway uh, a quarter way around and go back a quarter way, talking in tongues. And I went, what am I doing? And then I began to interpret it. And here was the interpretation. You're going in a circle in your ministry. You'll go around that circle, and you'll go back around the circle. You'll go around that circle, and you'll go back around that circle. I was about to go back to a church again where I'd been, I think, nine times. He said, now get out of there, and you'll go three-quarters of the way around that circle, and you'll go back three-quarters of the way around the circle. You'll go halfway around the circle, and you'll go back halfway around the circle. You'll go fourth of the way around the circle, and you'll go back a fourth of the way around the circle. Now I said, get out of that circle. In fact, get out of the churches holding revivals, or preaching. Get out. now when I tell you, you go, but get out of the church. Go to a neutral place. Go to a hotel or or a motel ballroom. Don't put any name on it. Call it All Faiths Crusade. Invite everybody to come, because he said the Baptists are prejudiced against the Pentecostal, the Pentecostals are prejudiced against the Baptists, and said most all full gospel churches are fishing out of their own bathtub, and there's not any fish in their bathtub. So I got out and went fishing. Glory to God we're enjoying the results of it today and, and so I, I saw myself after I did that when he said get out go out make make you another circle here and so I he said that first circle is is go to neutral places no meeting and then I found myself making a little bigger circle he said that second circle is you uh, put in print all of your Bible lessons particularly those day teaching services put them in print and lesson farm we've done that praise the Lord didn't think it'd be that big a circle and then he said, uh, third, put all your messages on tape. You know, we just had those old reel-to-reel tapes. We've done that. And then he said, get on the radio and teach. Don't preach, teach. And in those days, there's nobody on the radio teaching. Not the full gospel circle. There's all the preachers in the hollering. <laughs> Amen, that's true. Get on the radio and teach. And so I got on the radio and talked.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen." Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
2: Since November, we've had special products uh, offer going called the FLP Bundle. Yes. And it's all of our FLP. That's our Faith Library Publications. That's our publications for all of our CDs, our books, our CDs, our DVDs, MP3s, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And they've bundled all the CDs, all the DVDs, all that together for a special price. You can find out about that. On Rayma.org, yes. But I want to tell you about one of those bundles that that we're offering here, and it, you can get it there. But here it is: it is uh, the mini books. Yes. we got fifty-one mini books mm-hmm. that Dad and I have written together. I mean, I've got written some of them; he's written some of them, and uh, they're all for you know faith, healing, um, just good, good uh, resources for daily living for with daily God. Life. And like, like, hey, you're holding three yes. of them right now. Here's one, Ministering to the Brokenhearted. By, that's, a, that's one I did. Then in Him, Who You Are in Christ yes. with Dad. And the Precious Blood of Jesus, talking about the blood of Jesus but by Dad. These are great little mini books. And they're they're offered for 30% off of all 51 of them. Yes. They normally would be ninety nine forty five, but you can get them for sixty dollars and sixty cents. That's right. That's thirty percent off. You save twenty nine dollars and eighty five cents. Almost thirty dollars saving. Yes. Hey, go right now, and and order those. You need to get every one of those those mini books. And you know, honey, I was just thinking sometimes, and I know probably you men don't. Do this, but uh, there are sometimes little encouragement cards that uh, people will give to, yeah. to people. Well, I thought, how great just to give them a little encouragement book. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe somebody's going through a hard time. Give them this book, Ministering to the Broken Hearted. Yes. So it's great to have a library of these books that you can give away.
0: Call today and get this month's special offer now. Call one 888 faith 99 That's one 888 faith faith 99 or if you prefer write kenneth hagan ministries our address is p.o box 50126 tulsa oklahoma 74150 don't forget for faster service order online at rhema.org that's r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g tomorrow more from reverend hagan on this powerful teaching that's tomorrow on rhema for today with ken and lynette hagan